Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Ah! Here we are. Wow, this is a big ep right here. I, this is why you got to get on the YouTube, the Patreon, because we are in a whole new scenario. A whole new world. Kids, take off your clothes. A new all good, what is it, what women is it? or girls? All good Teenagers. Teenagers. All good teenagers take off their clothes. This yeah. is too bright. We got a, a, what's it called? A ring light. Yeah, Nuva ring. And it is just blasting. I can't, you can probably see it in my glasses, which are all scratched. I have no idea how this happened. Well. Look at this. Oh, yeah. You're getting too wild on the streets. What There's the fuck? fist fights and uh, car chases. Hang on. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Ooh, baby. It's fine because you have a beer in a bag, and I'm dressed like a guy that has a beer in a bag. I got a Bruins tee and uh, sweatpants that don't fit. I got to tell you, it's just so fun being at your place. You know, it's usually I feel like I'm uh, I'm having the party, I'm entertaining, the dinner's at my house. Now I'm at your house, I'm cutting loose. I'm in Queens, I'm drinking a beer, I love it. And yeah, it's switched because I want you out of here. It's it's a bummer. I'm not happy you're here. My neighbors are gonna know that I'm racist. I mean, yeah, this is a real yeah. issue. Yeah, the slurs are flying tonight, baby. <laughs> I mean. I'm not accustomed to having a, a friend over here. Usually it's me and Sarah, and we're talking about, you know, flower petals and, and bridges of Madison County. But sure. you come over here, and it's, you know, F-A-G this and <laughs> N-I-T that, and it's Ooh, just crazy. N-I-T. Is that a new one? That's a basketball tournament. Ah, yes. God, I thought it was the uh, non-ignorant token. Ah, that's something well, infungible. I don't know. We're gonna have to cut all this. I can't see anything. I can't see Peter. Don't I look mean, at Peter. You got to look at After Hours and uh, Strangers by the Lake over there on the wall. Le Cunu du Lac. Yes, yes. That means my cunt is wet. <laughs> um, it certainly is. I got my Springsteen that uh, Salakus gave me. The guy's so um, generous. Giving, giving. He's, too much. He's just giving. I'm like, I, I don't even know you, you son of an onion. I know. I feel horrible with the cues. I, I, I never give him anything, and then I try to pay for stuff. He won't let me. I try to kiss him. He won't let me. He's the accused, Sal accused. Mm. I felt that way. I don't know. I don't jump ahead because we'll come back to it. I felt that way with Rogan because he's all into this Austin thing. Oh, yeah, he's deep in. And he's like, you got to move here. You, you got to move. You, you can go here. We have this. We have that. And I wanted to go, you don't even know me. What if you hate me? Uh, he likes you. Uh, he likes me. He's very sweet. He's nice. We're friends of friends. He's a fan of my comedy. Yes. But we've talked for six hours total. I'm like, if I move here, you're going to be like, what is going on? You're always worried about something. Hypochondria. <laughs> Who gives a shit about the Red Sox? Your, your father's gay. I don't care about your parents. Well, I listened to the first four minutes of the ep, I gotta tell you, and I could tell he was very, like, comfortable, friendship, it, it felt like you guys had slept over in the same sleeping bag. Well, we have had a previous three-hour talk, and, sure. and by the way, it's, the fans are so nice, but also hurtful, everyone's like, it's about time, finally, what a day, <laughs> list is in, and I'm like, I've done the show. I did the show. Right. It was a long time ago. I did the I did the goddamn show before. Nobody heard it, and uh, I don't think anyone heard this one either because I've gotten 50 messages. But all there, it all starts with huge Tuesday, ah. lifelong fan. 
Nobody's reached out and said, never heard of you, you fucking loser, but now I like you. Right. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough with the rogue. Well, I will say yours, I think, got scrubbed from the Spotify there for talking about some, you know, gray matter. Well, I'm too hot to handle. I mean, that's the way I am. You know, I come at it hard and loose and soft and hard all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they kick me off. I mean, Spotify can't handle the, the list. You got that right. The herpes were flaring up that day, and they had to pull you right out of there. But, hey, great week for uh, the twos. I'm on Marin. You're on Rogan. Pretty hot. What are you doing? Are you doing the bunny ears? Well, what it looks like this? I'm scratching your head. Doesn't oh. it look like I'm scratching your head, but I'm not. Oh, you right see? there. Right there. That's good. It's oh, pretty yeah. fun. Uh, I like this look. This is nice. And you can see our dicks. Yes, dick. I but, don't know how my glasses got all dinged up. It's like I fell down a flight of stairs, and all I see is the reflection of the scratches. Oh, that sucks. Well, yeah, you were in Austin for 13 days, it feels like, and a lot happened. You did your theater. I was in Houston, so I was a stone's throw away. What? You were in Houston? I just got back. What? We got a lot to talk about, Fatty. What'd you sneak in there across the border? I had no idea you were in Houston. Uh, it's a long cup of jizz, but we'll, we'll get into all of it. I mean, I haven't seen you in six months, so we got. I, I've been up, down, around town, and... Chinatown. I'm blown away. I mean, I, I could have come out there yesterday. I had nothing. I can't wait to talk about all this stuff. I don't have my notes because we're shooting it on my phone because we're idiots and um, I don't have any notes. I don't have any ads. So yeah, you're going to have to do all of it. Maybe I'll just look at your notes and see if it sparks anything because I had some good stuff. Hopefully I'll remember all of it. Oh, I don't know, but it's, I'm fresh. I'm fresh off of Austin. I took two flights today. Just got back. Woo! And uh, I appreciate you coming over because, uh, I mean, I'm on four hours sleep to 5 a.m. pickup. Oh, brutal. Brutal. I hate the four hours. <clears throat> That's something about that four hour. If you'd gotten one more, you'd be all right. And if you got one less, you'd kind of be all right because you're just in crazy land. Well, that's what I am. I'm crazy. I'm getting a win because I haven't seen you. You rejuvenate. It's like you just shot a hot load in the ass. What do you think that feels like? I hate to always go so I blue wonder. and goo, but do you feel the blue jizz? Blue and goo is good. <laughs> do, you, do you feel the jizz? Of course. Fill up? Does it get hot? I mean, or even a woman, even vaginal. Like, Can they feel that load shooting? Is it all inside? Is it all pipes? I've wondered the same. I think the the anal, you can feel everything because your ass is the most sensitive part of the... I mean, sometimes I'll wipe for two hours just because I'm like, woo, and I clean it out with a, with a zest bar, and I really go to town. But... I think a lady, it, it varies, because my ex-girlfriend, I would shoot a hot load of gasoline in there, and she was like, all right, we done here? And then my gal, I'd do, I'd do an eyedropper full of uh, Visine, and she's like, Bleh! so everybody's different. Everybody poops. Everybody hurts. Everybody poops. Um, yeah, because it seems like such a, it's the same with blowing a guy. This is why I want to blow a guy, because sure. I want to feel a hot, <laughs> a splooge on the back of my chest. <laughs> sure. Well, Ew. we can do that with a gusher. Or you ever had a really greasy fried chicken where you bite into it and it, that grease hits you? Yeah, but you're not working for it. It's a bite and squirt. Uh, I want a blow and a blow and a blow, and then the house comes down all sure. over my the little thing that hangs. I mean, that feels so satisfying. Oh, yeah, the hangy ball. I imagine. I don't know. I'm no stranger by the lake over here, but... How do you feel about the cartoon poster with the black dick on it? Is that all right? Am I Where? weird? Where's the black dick? There's one guy. He's a white guy with a brown dick. He's oh, all the way yeah, to the right. You and see it's him? huge. Yeah, huge. Well, black dicks are big. I typically. know, but I, I, my dad had a brown dick. I don't know why. It was a mocha. It was so weird because he's a, he's a tan guy. He's like a European-y, Frenchy, swarthy, whoppy kind of guy. 
and he had a weird big brown piece. <laughs> Judge Wapner. I mean, mine's a different <laughs> color too, but it's from beating judge. it. Yeah, I'm sure my well, my dad grew up in the the 30s, so he there was no internet, you know, so he was just throwing that thing down on a chopping block and hitting it with a tenderizer. Yeah, you had to beat hard back in the day. Oh, beat it good. Like the heart of a fat guy. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's a hard beat. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He was uh he was on the beat and uh the beat is on, but he was uh, he was packing heat. I think I got about half of what my dad's got. Ultimately, half. I Yikes. think so. Yeah, it he skips was skips a generation. I, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, and he had huge cods and hairy, hairy chest, hairy shoulders. I got no chest hair. Interesting. You yeah, gotta have a little something stubble. I, uh, a thing. My nips looked like they fell on the floor of a barber shop in the eighties, and they got a little sticky. But uh, that's about it. <laughs> you know, they got all, just a, some dust and hair and maybe some uh, lint. Women get that. Isn't that weird when you see a nice pair of tits with a big pube on it? Am I crazy? Not, no, I don't know that one. Not, not my wife, a... but I had an Italian dame oh, for a while, yeah, and I told you, cars. we'd make up. We'd make out, I mean. We never made up. We just broke up. Mm. But she had the five o'clock shadow of, like, she had, like, a Buster Keaton-looking face. Ooh. It was like... Uh, a haggard yeah. five o'clock shadow, but I'd take off for uh, what do you call that thing? Pita? Brazier. Oh, oh yeah. And just like three, it looked like ball hair, just spread out, but once every half an inch, that'd just be a nine and a half inch curly. Yeah, those guinea cunts, they got a lot of fur on them sometimes. Those Greek, that Mediterranean skank, they, it's like a grape leaf on their sideburn. Yeah, it's off-putting, but I feel bad, you know, because it's like, you know, the judgment sure. or the thing, the bodies or whatever whatever the shit is that we're supposed to do. But, you know, we're not naming names. I'm just every no. once in a while you see a nipple with a crazy pube on it. Of course, my big fat Greek uh, prostitute. And I'll tell you that sometimes women are good about that. Women must see all kinds of horrific shit on a man like dingleberry, uh, belly button jizz, uh, cobwebs in the taint, and they just let it go. You don't see women going like, what the fuck's that? That's, men do that. Men are very a little more insensitive. Women right. just take it, and they ride with it because they don't want to embarrass you. Yeah, I cannot imagine, and maybe it's because I'm a heterosexual man, but I can see some attractiveness in a man, you know? I'm Brad Pitt's better looking than Wallace Shawn. Oh, you got that right. But... I see, uh, and we're standing in front of the... Uh, Indubitably. Wait, what did he say? No, inconceivable. Inconceivably. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking at the stranger by the lake, so I'm, I'm thinking about the, the main guy, the bad guy. Oh, he there. was a hunk. And he's a hunk, but he's all hairy. I'm like, I don't know how hair is so off-putting to I me. Agree. I agree. I was thinking about this today. That's so funny you say that. My gal, she always says, I wish you were hairier, which, all right, I can, I can take that as a critique, but... It's just so fascinating how women, how different women are than men. Straight women and straight men are so wildly different, which is so weird how we're doing this thing where we're all the same. Wildly, they want to be choked. They want to have the hair pulled. They want to be spanked. I know you you were the exception. You like that, too. But the hairy chest, the the towering over you, the, the control, the take charge. Women like a guy who's mean. Right. 
Some, some, some of these, but some. yeah, that's more turn on. But if I see a woman that's taller than me, I mean, I hope she passes away in a yes, car wreck. I you mean, don't I'm like just that. Nasty. It's gross. I'm sorry. I can't handle it. But this is sexual preference. I don't really yes. hope she dies. I hope she flourishes and goes to Harvard and becomes a, you know, a, a professional wrestler, whatever they're qualified sure. for. Yeah, yeah. The but, Harry Taldyke, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I mean, I had a flight attendant today. I mean, she was ducking to get through Ooh. in her cast with the size of Christian Okoye's quad. I mean, it was just bad news bears, and Ooh. she barely fit in that suit. It was bursting at the seams. She looked six eight. Probably had to get a special order, an extra, you know, like the the extra seatbelt extender. She had to probably get that on the shoulder pads. Yeah, just a big can of yuck. But you know, but some guys are into that, and and again, just to be, fa- I mean, look at these legs. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm lankier than that's brighter than the ring light. It's off ankles. the camera. Look at this. I mean, Jesus, that's it's a lanky leg. It's all legs. It's pretty gross, and yet somebody has sex with me. My my. Teeth are as crooked as a politician. My forehead's bigger than, uh, you know, my father's asshole. But, you know, someone blows me every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, well, thank God as men, uh, the personality goes a long way. The bank account, the the clothes you wear, the car you drive, the, the pipe you're swinging. It all factors in, thank God. Well, especially as you age. Like this, sure. this minute bowl lady, I, I'm sure by the time she's 48... There'll be some asshole, you know, feature act on the road at the Funny Bone that goes, hey, uh, you're a nice oh, lady. I'll yeah. buy you dinner, and then they'll work out or whatever. I know a guy who loved tall women back in Baton Rouge. He was a waiter with me. Uh, he called them trees. He's like, I like climbing them. I want to get in the leaves and rustle them and build a nest. You know what it is for me when I'm, when I'm having sex? I like a... Um, a missionary where I'm sitting up. I like to hold the ankles like I'm working a tractor. Ooh, that's and, fun. Yeah, but so I need a petite leg, a little leg that's right. not much work to hold it up because those big tree legs. Yeah, trunks. I feel like my shoulder's going to start to hurt. I can't support right. it for too long. I don't like a thick. I want my. I want to be able to get my whole hand around the ankle and it's lightweight so I can maneuver. Yeah, like a like a Charlie Chaplin machine kind of thing. Yeah, like a uh, what's that rock 'em sock 'em? Oh, robot. Yes. Yeah, some women even like the old guys. Like I like a milf and a mom and a and a lady who's been uh, you know, divorced and down on her luck and beaten. But some women like an old man, you know, like in a wheelchair with liver spots and a shrinkled cock, and that blows my mind. It's all preferences. Who knows what, where love grows or rosemary goes, whatever that dumb gay song was. But I'm just happy to be married. I'm with you. You're with me. Sure. That's it. Let's call it a day. Here, here. Yeah, it's same here. I'm glad we're together. And uh, I got to tell you, speaking of old weird men, I had a golf gig. Ooh, boy, I haven't heard that in a long time. I used to do those back oh, in the 90s. Did you? A lot of golf gigs. Loved a golf gig, but the gig sucks. But you don't golf. I don't go. I like to golf. I just don't golf. So did you get to golf? I did not get to golf. That's the best part of the golf gig. No gig, golf, no golfing, but Golf of Mexico. But uh, it, w- it was a fuck up. So, I, you know, I have my day, my night of shows. I got your New York Comedy Club here. I got your uh, fucking seller spot there. You get, I had a stand, a seller, and a New York spot. So I was Ooh. like, ah. And then I get that email going, looking forward to having you today. Oh, you're my like, oh, God. what did I forget? What did I not write oh. down? What did I do? Uh, get the assistant. I got to get an assistant. So I, I go, oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm at Long Island Golf Resort or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, oh, not only am I not 
remembering this gig, but it's on Long Island, and it pays pretty damn well. Oh, boy. Golf gigs are big. I mean, big. yeah, because they know it's shit. So they're right. like, give him $25,000 so he'll come and eat shit and slice. Exactly. Four minutes was uh, the only part I did well out of 20. And so I, I go, all right, let me let me map this out. And I'm pretending, oh, yeah, can't wait, can't wait. It's at six. So that buys me a little time. Okay. So I look it up. It's a 50-minute Uber or a 42-minute uh, L-I-R-R. Yes. So what time is it now when you're reading it? Uh, Two. Okay. Yeah, so I got some daylight left. So I go, all right, I can haul ass out there, get there for six. You know, there's three people on the show. There's a host. And a and a you know basically a guy who's getting thrown out to the wolves you know some open micer who does six and then he dies and then I go on so I'll be out of there by seven I hightail it back to New York I'm back to New York by eight eight oh five okay all right so I I, I get there on the LIR by the way the LIR it's just so foreign to me there's numbers it's like a racetrack betting it's like you're betting on the dogs or the horses I'm like what is this I don't know what Quinella trifecta uh, like Barbarella. I'm all over the place. <laughs> is this at uh, Grand Central? Penn Station. Okay, Penn is tough. Penn's it gets, tough. I like the flippers, though. The I love the flippers, yeah. <laughs> it's little letters that flip for the folks at home. Yes. All the, the, the names become something else. It goes... <laughs> it's really yeah. a game show. Right. And just like a horse race, you know, it's like, hey, coming down the line is uh, Anal Fisher, and then we got uh, Dick Cheese and Nazi Jizz and all that. Just, it's like... The, the, the names, Belmore is coming down, and then we got uh, Ronkonkoma, you know, and it sounds like horse names. God bless you. Thank you, Palestine. So then I'm like, all right, what am I doing here? I got to figure this out. Then you got to connect in Babylon. It's a whole kitten caboo. Didn't you hate that song, by the way? That David Gray? Bob Marley? Oh, it was no. Babylon. Remember that? I it was huge when we were young. I don't know Babylon. Ah, I fucked up the whole story. I was hoping you'd jump on and hate Babylon. I know you Babylon, know Babylon. Babylon 5. Well, this is Babylon 0. It stinks. Uh, it's David <laughs> Gray from the 90s. It was like high school. It was huge when we were like juniors, I think. Ah, man. Babylon. <laughs> it was really gay and like. Well, I, that, that one might have done something. That might have turned did something. Did it jar loose. something? It might have jarred. I think I did a good job. As I was doing yes. it, I was like, that was good. Charger Jar Binks. That was pretty good. It touched Babylon. a nerve. Babylon. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that I got stinks. it. David Gray, he was kind of a softy, cunty uh, singer songwriter douche. He did that one and he did Save Tonight. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Your father's gay. That was oh, a big one. Yeah, I hated that. And then there was Babylon. I remember it now. It stunk. Stunk, stunk, but I cried to it twice. All right, so you see Babylon I, pops up. Are you taking the Babylon? I get over I got to get over to Babylon, then then switch tracks. And and the other part about the the, the Babylon and the racetrack and the Ronkakama is there's 88,000 cum guzzlers and ties and briefcases, and then the fat chick with the, uh, the roller suitcase and the, the cunt with the dog, and you're like, ah! You know, you can't see anything. You're bumping into people. It's like it's like Home Alone. So, whatever. I get through it. I get to Babylon, and then you go. All right, I got that. That transfers the, the biggest moment of your life because you got like a minute, uh. and everybody's going. And you go, Hey, do you know where uh, Dick Cheese is? And they go, Who? Never heard of it. I'm like, You live on Long Island all my life. Get out of here. You never heard of anything I've ever asked. What is that? 
No, and then you don't know until you're moving because they don't. Announce, it's not till you start moving that they go, "This train's gonna stop at Bumblefuck, right. suck my dicks, blow my right. dad, fuck a kid," and they don't say it. You're already moving, so yes. that by the time you don't hear your stop, you're already in motion. Yes. And then the guy comes with the Nazi hat and he says, "Hey, you gotta go." Uh, he's doing that with his arm too, yes. and he's saying, "Okay, <laughs> hey, you gotta get off at the next stop," and he's mad at you for some reason. He's right. like, you got to get off of the next stop, then get a cab back to your parents' house, and then go back into your mother's twat, and exactly. she really gives you birth. Yeah, and you get the guy who who's trying to avoid you. He's got the earbud in. You go, hey, hey, buddy, which way's uh, Babylon? He goes, hey, buddy. And he goes, ah, I don't know. And you're like, ah, yeah. you got nothing for me. So I finally ask a guy with the hat on, some kind of Mountie, and he goes, oh, yeah, it's right across the track. All okay. right. That comes in two seconds. I jump on that. I get out there. Now I got to jump in an Uber to get to the to the the links. Is that what you call it? Links. And the links. Isn't that what people call the? Uh, oh, hitting the links. Hitting Sorry, the I links. was still thinking train. Yeah. The oh links. yeah. So I get to the links. You know that takes another twenty minutes. Finally, I'm there. Beautiful. Say what you will about these country club queefs and all this shit, but man, they got the grounds and the guys in the white jacket and the the golf cart going, the cigars, the clinking Budweisers. It looks like fun. All I want in my life is to belong to a country club. Oh. You watch Curb, they golf every day, yes. you, you steam, there's a steam yes. room, and you just belong to a club. I mean, you get older, when you're young, you're like, well, we shouldn't have that, classes, uh, right, this and that, right. and the whole thing. And now I'm like, I want class, I want I want to be a, a gated community, I put yep. my thumbprint on there, yep. they say, welcome Mr. List, they give me a bathrobe, and we all talk about how much we hate poor people. That's the life, baby, that's living. So you show up, and uh, I'm like, hey, a comedy show, and some cute lady in a dress is like, oh, it's outside. And I'm like, oh, it's an outdoor show, of course, COVID, queef. So I go out there, full spread with the weird Hispanic guy, you know, chopping brisket, and then the big, the big, you know, those big uh, metal things they open like that? They put the- Like the, a paper cutter? No, it's like a big uh, trough almost, and they open it up, and it kind of- Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, and then they put the, the tongs on the front, then you go yes. in, it's chicken parm, it's, uh, you know, uh, chicken marsala, and salad, and noodles, and all that shit. I mean, I mean hog heaven, that's that's my dream. I like those things. You pretend there's going to be a head in there, maybe. Yes. Woo! You know? You know, in the Pulp Fiction, when he opened the briefcase, that's what it's like for me when they open those dishes. I'm like, oh, I got a bandit on my neck. So- I just scoop down the food. He's like, you're on in two minutes. And I go, where's the dessert card? He goes, oh, that's in. So I pile over all these cookies in my pockets. I go up. It was actually all right. Oh, nice. Bunch of guys smoking like on picnic tables in a, like outdoor chairs. It's kind of like, oh, that wasn't bad. And then I heard one guy. I kind of had some rough spots because I went edgy, whatever. It was a, it was a PG-13. Mm. Kind of had a couple rough spots. I got out. I jumped back in an Uber, but I took a piss first. And I come out, I'm washing my hands, and the guy goes, hey, great job. And I go, sorry, I pushed it a little bit. He goes, you got to push it. And I went, Ooh, yeah. nice. Got the Uber, went, went, drove back to the LIR, got back in time, made all the shows. Oh, that's a relief. And you got a nice fat check in your pocket. Big check. Those guys are usually cool, too, because, you know, they're all just golfed. They all they got the dopamines going. They had a good hang. They had a cigar. They got a little nicotine, a couple yeah. of drinks. 
And they were sweet as pot. They don't want to watch some twerp up there with the bad jacket and shitty hair go on and talk about Jews. But they were nice, and they got life by the balls. And everybody talks about the 1%. It's a bunch of douches. And, like, they just want to golf. They made their money. Leave them alone. Yeah, they like golf, and I like golf. And what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, these public courses, forget about it. This is, it's uh, patchy and all uh, nasty. I mean, I mean uh, Kramer did a whole speech about it. You can Google it. Google it. Give it a goog. So, all right, I'm, I'm hogging. Now, I want to hear about a little... Tejas, a little uh, Joe Rogue, a little uh, Paramao. I got no notes. My notes ah! are inside the camera, but whatever. We'll figure it out. But so I'll get into it. I'm excited to tell it because I told this story on Rogan, but he's a different kind of guy, you know? Sure. He's kind of, uh, he's got muscles. Oh, and yeah. He's, you know, bald. He's, got, he's bald and he kind of goes... Huh, interesting. Uh, he's, he's interested. He's a tough nut to crack, trust me. I, I kept waiting for him to be like, did you jizz on their tits? Yeah. And I, you know, something like that, something uh, fun. No jizz, no tits. But so I go out to Austin. I'm there for the long haul. This is the longest I've ever stayed in a domestic hotel by myself. Is that ever. right? Six nights I'm there. Wow. I've gone to Paris for a week sure. with my wife, uh, you know, in the UK. But I mean... There's not a lot of situations where you're at like a domestic hotel for a week. Well, you've been doing comedy since 41, haven't you? Didn't it used to be like Tuesday to Monday was the old way they did it back at the the, the Jew Face Theater? Well, maybe Acme, but then uh, I, I would open for DePaulo, and he didn't do that shit. He wasn't right, doing that. Maybe right. there's some gigs, a couple. I don't know. I just throw it out there. But usually those are condo gigs. Mm. Doesn't matter. It's the longest in memory, anyway. Okay, so memory. I'm staying in the hotel you stayed at, the Stephen F. Austin downtown. Oh, it's cute. And the lady apologized because we did the podcast. You were out there, and I was like, that room looks tiny. And you're like, it's tiny. And they put you in the wrong room, I guess. Is that right? She's like, tell Mark I'm sorry. What? She's like, are you in a small room? I was like, I'm in a huge room. And she's like, we fucked up. She's like, I listened to the pod. I feel so bad. What? We owe them. Like, yeah. Oh, when you go back, I think you're getting the, the king suite. Hell yeah. Because she's like, I watched it. I was lo- I was doing measurements. She's like, we feel horrible. Uh, the whole city's embarrassed. I thought it was tiny. I brought a little boy in there. He made fun of me. <laughs> I mean, I had, I mean, I had my, I was jogging in there. Wow. I was a little hurt. Well, I had to warm up to keep from these street folk. <laughs> what happened? So I get in the car, I fly to Austin and I just, I love Austin and I almost hate how much it's exploding. Because I know. Because it makes it hard to be like, because every time you say I love Austin, like, are you moving? Of course. And I'm like, I'm not moving. Tim Dillon hates it. He won't shut up. He's a cow town. I can't move around over there. It's tiny. Do the whole thing in one minute. Yeah. Well, he was like, it, yeah, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get into Tim's stuff, but oh I'm, I'm sure he says it anyways. But He's not gay. Anyways, uh, love Tim. Didn't get to meet up with him because he lives way the fuck out. Right. And then we were going to meet up, and then I got tired because of the thing, whatever. But so fly to Austin. I'm all excited. I get in at like 6 o'clock, and I'm ready to seize the day. I love Austin. I'm downtown. It's beautiful. And uh, text some people. I text Rebecca Tran, who runs the Creek in the Cave, which is now in Austin, which is like Bizarro World, because it's such know. a fixture here in New York and Queens, right down the street from where we are and they, currently. They got it cooking in two shakes of a dog's dick. Yeah, wild. I love dog dicks. I like the taste. So I get down there, and I, t- I get picked up. They, they treat you like a million bucks. Oh, yeah. I, I don't deserve it. I'm at the Palace Theater. Houdini and the Marx Brothers Paramount. played there. Paramount Theater, excuse me. So it was very important. So I get there. I'm staying in this nice hotel down downtown. They pick you up in a big old SUV. And oh a yeah, big guy in a suit and a vest. He meets you. Do you tip that guy? Twenty bucks both ways. 
Well, the lady this morning, I gave 10 because that's all I had. I had a 10 and a 50. Women get paid less. Well, this one did. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's, that's all I, I had. It's so hard. <laughs> that's why I won't transition. And then it feels hard to explain it. You want to explain, like, all I have is a 50, but that feels weird to be like, I'm not giving you 50, obviously. No. What are you, the Rockefeller? But it's a 12-minute car ride, and it's a nice company, so I assume they get paid well. And 10 bucks is 20% of 50, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's twenty yeah, percent of fifty. Good, good so, math. even if it's a fifty dollar car, which I don't know if that is, eh, whatever. Yeah. So he picks me up, and uh, this guy was he he had like a southern. He was like a Sam Elliott type. He uh-huh. was out of Texas, and so we're driving, and he says, "Hey, you don't need to wear a mask. I'm vaccinated." And I said, "Hey, I'm vaccinated too." And then we're driving quietly for a while, and he says, "So you're a comedian?" And I oh, say, "Yeah." Boy. And he goes, "Well, he goes, isn't it weird with this political correctness?" So. Now you got to dance around a little bit because it is weird, and I, I don't want to get into the whole thing. It's all we ever fucking talk about. Sure. I, I'm tired of talking about it. Sure. But he goes, yeah, well, you know, it's weird with this political correctness because, you know, we, we can't say this and you can't say that, but I drove a hip-hop artist, and <laughs> he said, and he was in the back seat. He was nice as could be, gave me a big tip, couldn't have been nicer, funny guy. But every other word out of his mouth was boop, 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 boop. <laughs> this guy just shoots off the N-word like uh, a machine gun. Well, I mean, like. I assume he's a uh, Afro-Americane. No, he's white oh, than my, my no, father's no, no, ass no. cheeks. hip-hop. No, he's black. Okay, okay. So he's, I was like, you know, Snoop or somebody parallel to Snoop. I don't know. Sure. But he said, uh, yeah, the guy just went. <laughs> and you're in the back seat like. Jesus Christ, Man, dude. You, you landed in Texas, and it was Texas. Yeah, and, and you know, in the, the context, you're like, I understand what he's saying. He's quoting, which, but I'm like, I don't think we're doing that anymore either. Uh, I was like, I, I don't know if you got the uh, emails or uh, you checked the tweets, but I, I don't think that flies anymore. Well, it's just me and him. We're having fun. Sure. But it was quite an experience to land in Texas. Yes. You see the 10-gallon hat, the white mustache, <laughs> and bang, here it is. Woo! Culture shock, baby. <laughs> that was it, it was raining N words, and then of course I feel like an <laughs> asshole because then I say N word because like he's saying the N word, I'm yeah. saying quote N word. I'm like, right. well, the thing about the N word is, oh, but weird. he's just responding. But now I feel like he hates me because uh-huh. he's like, oh, so you're not gonna say it? You're a narc. And now I feel weird. You should have said it in the confines of the car. I feel like. Ah! You're amongst friends. It's not bugged. Ah, uh, it's not a friend. I don't know who this guy is. Right. What if he pulls like a Mission Impossible right. and he goes, da da? Um, that's an impractical Joker scene. Get the guy <laughs> in a car. See if you can get him to say the N word within thirty minutes. Yeah. So that was a spicy uh, deep dive into oh, the yeah. into Texas. Why would you say that on Rogan? That's gold. Well, I don't want to cast dispersions of this guy because they might be able to I trace see, back. Here's the thing I'm worried about. What if someone goes? Someone from the, you know, the people that work for the club listened before, but ah. the hotel. So what if they go, hey, let's find out who his driver was, Ooh. get him canned. So I oh. maybe I shouldn't even been saying this. Well, it's out now. Well, but he's a nice guy, and he was <laughs> quoting. He's an old school guy. You could tell yes. it's not. There wasn't malice. He was sure. just like this guy was in Quote. my car, and he was saying this. Right, right. I get it. I'm just saying it's weird to hear that nowadays because you're like. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be careful, sir. Of course, of course. Thank God he's not a comedian. Who, but who knew this is the uh, the infamous Tony Hinchcliffe weekend, and oh. this guy's going, comedians can't say shit, and you're like, well, just give it two hours, and uh, we might have a new culprit. Well, that's the other thing is I had just gotten off the plane, taken it off airplane mode, and somebody had sent that to me. So this was all happening at the same time. Mm. Um, so any, any jizz. So 
We're in the car. Then we're driving up Sixth Street, which has now become a lot of homeless people. Oh, a lot. Riff. Yeah. Did you notice that? It's oh, yeah. Quite a scene there. And I said to him, uh, and this is a little careful stepping because it was after the other talk. And I went, hey, it's looking a little more uh, spicy here. And he's like, oh, yeah, they just passed a law, but they're not enforcing it yet. But these tents, because it's tents everywhere. Right. And just hundreds and hundreds of unfortunate folks. Sure, sure. A lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. Feel for them. Empathy. But like any good liberal, I want to support and I care about them. and They deserve our empathy and help. Yes. But I don't, I don't want them near me. Right, right, right. <laughs> I just prefer to help from, you know. That is the liberal way. A distance. Yeah. You know, here's a couple bucks. Someone figure that out. <laughs> yeah, get it. Not in my backyard. Right. So we're Nimby. driving up, and he goes, yeah, you got to be careful around here. It's a little crazy. And I'm seeing, like, people just openly doing drugs, yelling, screaming, walking right in front of the car. Like, Ugh. pretty wild. Yeah. It's like five in the afternoon, six in the afternoon, or evening, mm. whatever you call it. Anyways, I'm telling this long story long. So he drops me off, and I go, all right, great. I go upstairs, check in, beautiful hotel, all excited, go get eat some food, text Rebecca. I say, hey, I'm going to come over to the creek tonight. Yeah, why not? And I go, I'll walk. I look it up, eight-minute walk, right down 7th Street East. Got to walk a few blocks east of the hotel. I start walking, nice and quiet, dark, no big deal. What is this, a Tuesday? This is Tuesday night. Tuesday. I'm heading to the 10 o'clock show, so it's about 9.50. I'm going to get there early, hang out, get sure. to know myself, or get to know whatever the fuck, get to know the people. Mm-hmm. It's about 9 o'clock. I'm walking. Now, you know the city pretty well. Between the hotel, there's two big parking lots, one on the right side, yep. one on the left, and they're both empty. It's Tuesday night. No one has any business, so it's oh, just... Pitch black, wide open spaces. Mm. And uh, you hear like a yeah. Some little like street sounds. And I go, oh boy, this is getting a little little nervous, a little on edge. You know, I've spent a lot of time in my the, my life in the city. So I, I know I'm street smart. You're tingling a little. Yeah. Spidey senses. I'm going, all right, I'm not a, a hick here. I'm a city guy. So I go, all right, this is looking a little thing. So you got the head on the swivel mm. and you're ready to rock. And I get in front of this big parking lot, pitch black, no cars, and I see two shadowy figures and a third shadowy figure on a bicycle, like a BMX. I hate the bike. Don't like a bike, but from a distance, I was like, they're just drinkers, they're stumbling home. And then I got a little closer, I'm still like 200 yards away, and I'm like, ah, shit, they're not drinkers. I can tell by the way they're walking. Mm. One's in, they look a little haggard, they're walking a little fucked up. They've seen some better days. And as we start to get closer, 50 yards, I'm like, ah, this is, these are some street guys. Oh, boy. Street toughs. And then the BMX guy takes a wide turn out into the parking lot. And I'm just keeping an eye because I haven't seen them communicate together. Uh-huh. But he's taking this wide loop, so I got an eye on him. And he starts kind of circling back my direction. Uh. But still some distance. Now we're closing in. And these two guys are coming. As they get closer, I see... I start to make them out, and they just look beat up. They're uh-huh. fucked up, little limpy, little fucked up, drugs. And I'm thinking, you know, they're on drugs. You need money. If you have a drug habit, you're homeless. Yep. Any money is good money. I'm walking. Hey, I got money. I, look at me. And you got glasses. You're an out-of-towner. And not a lot of a lot of skinny, lanky honkies walk around at this hour. Right. And, I, you know, I'm wearing, you know, jeans. By, by look at me, I have money. I mean, I'm not a... I'm not, Living in the streets, so derelict. So they're getting closer. So I just and they're taking up 
the whole sidewalk. So I just step off the sidewalk uh-huh. and walk along. Now, that was a bad move. That was a beta move. They didn't like that because they perceived that as, look at this white motherfucker. <laughs> what you what you racist motherfucker? And, and I'm just quoting here. Yeah. And they go, you racist motherfucker getting off the sidewalk. Look at this motherfucker. And, and it was like Jay and Silent Bob. There was a taller guy. He was mm. the leader. Yep. Then the shorts guy... One guy was a short. He was just kind of fucked up. He wasn't responding at all. Maybe like, blah, blah, blah. and he's like, "Yeah, motherfucker." And he kind of stopped here and did like a a look. And I just kept walking and didn't say anything, Ooh, whatever. I know that look. But I'm off the sidewalk, so then I moved back onto the sidewalk. Like maybe I was just trying to give him space. Yes. I wasn't trying to. But also, you you keep your distance. And then uh, the bike guy, mm. he comes around over here. All of a sudden, this bike guy's back oh, over boy. here. And I'm like, I don't like this. Then I come up to this thing that's called the Arch, which mm. is a, a famous homeless shelter, I guess. Oh, Everyone said Arch, boy. over at Arch. So I get to the light, the red light, the intersection, and there's about 25 homeless folks, and they're not sleeping, uh, begging for money. They're active. They're yelling. It's just yeah. like, yeah, you motherfuckers, fuck you. There's like glasses smashing. It's just a scene, and I'm like, I don't feel like walking through that. Yeah, it's, it's the whole it's, thing. It's it's a whole thing. I, you know, I don't know if I'm in danger, whatever it is. And then I look on that corner, and there's about 15 people over there. They're having a hang. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I don't want to walk through the middle of the street because that was already an issue that I stepped off the sidewalk. So I look to the left, and it's up into this parking lot. It's just pitch black over mm. there. Then to the right, if I go right, that's 6th Street, which is where... The driver and the lady at the hotel was like, that's where everybody is. You want to avoid that. Okay. So I go... Hmm. Well, this isn't looking good. A rock and a hard anal. So I cross the street and just start walking back. I'm bailing. Wow. I'm not, and I'm so close. I can see the creek, but I'm just going, that felt like an incident. What am I doing? I'm not even booked on the show. I'm just going down there to say hello. There's 30 people over here, and it's rocking and rolling. They're fighting over whatever. So I go, you know what? I'm going to walk back. Maybe I'll take an Uber. So I start walking back up on this side of the street. Uh-huh. I'm walking back up the street. And I noticed the other two are walking away, but all of a sudden, they stop. Oh, boy. Then, here comes Bicycle Guy, Mm. and he starts coming up, and he uses his feet on the cement to break. Ooh. So it's like a... And he also has an umbrella across the thing, which could be a weapon. Who knows what what. What the hell? Is he a Batman villain? So he pulls up and then just kind of breaks and stops here as I continue to walk, and we have like an eye contact, and I'm just like... Okay, just keep going. Oh, I pick up boy. the pace a little because now I know he's behind me and I can hear. I'm listening. Don't hear any movement, so I don't know where he is. Now, at this point, you must be thinking, like, it's on. Like, this is about to go down. Something's going down. Well, I'm just thinking the heart's racing a little bit. i got a lot of meditation. I'm just going, nothing's happening yet. Just be cool. Everything's fine. Maybe you're just freaking out. You're an anxious guy. But then as luck has it, I think these two turned and saw me walking back this way. So they cross oh, boy. directly at me, and the guy goes, you wouldn't be following anybody, would you? Woo! Can I just say this is you're in Texas. It's later. This feels like a western. You got the guy on the bike, which is like a horse. Then he's got his two dumb drunk guys with the the jug with the X's on it, and they're like, oh, yeah. And then the guy's the alpha, and he's he's uh like a shitty uh, a bandit or yes. something, you know. And he's just mocking you and following you, and he's got nowhere to go. And you're you ain't from around here, boy. Like all that shit, and you're like the weird farmer who's like kind of lost. That's what it was like, and so. 
He said, you wouldn't be following us. And I, I put up both hands and said, oh, no, sir, I'm just lost. I went, sir. Uh-huh. I went, hey, hands up. I'm not, do, I'm not here to do anything. I said, yeah. I, I'm just lost. And, and I tried to give him the, this is you. This is your spot. Right. I'm an asshole. Fuck me. And uh, he goes, yeah, you better be lost. And then I tried to kind of, once again, I step off the side, go this way. And he starts saying, and then it, now the heart starts really racing because I know there's a guy behind me. These two, it's our second run in. They came across to confront me. Mm. And he's like, you better fucking be law. And then said uh, several other obscenities. Yep. And N-word. they start coming. Yes. So then he starts. <laughs> I've heard it a lot already. Coming close. I know. I've heard it from every character I've bumped into has said it. And the then one of those. lady with she threw one out uh, unexpectedly. Well, you know those scooters? They have the Uber uh, scooter. The, the bird. There was one of those. And he, and he, he kicked that with some, uh, with some guff <laughs> and was yeah. really letting the explicitives fly. So that, at that moment, I went, take care, comb your hair. And I just went full run. I said, fuck this. I'm out of here. I don't know what's going on with this, but I'm not sticking around to find out. Went full run. Never looked back. This is the most embarrassing part. I get a block up, and I'm in a full run. I just see, like, two hipsters in skinny jeans holding hands like fedora, just heading that direction. <laughs> and I'm like, am I a cunt? What's wrong with me? I'm a piece of shit. Well, but you know, you didn't know. Why take the risk? That's how I feel. Rogan agreed. He's like, you did the right thing. You got to get out of there. And then I talked to Diego Lopez. He's like, oh, fuck a street fight. You got to get out of there. Oh, He's like, yeah. the whole point of training is to is to be a little bit safer. Yes. And if you can run, you're safe. So I got the fuck out of there, texted Rebecca. She's like, I'll send security. I was like, I'm good. It's an omen. I'm going to bed. Mm. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow night. And the next night, I, I told Rogan, he's like, I'll give you a ride. So he picked me up. He's got oh. like an entourage. We rode from the Tesla. It was very oh. exciting. Never been in a Tesla. First Tesla experience. It's pretty wild, right? Pretty fun. There's it a goddamn movie screen in there. There's a movie screen. It doesn't change gears. The seats are made out of marshmallows or some shit. That It's quiet as a cum guzzler. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, we got to throw some ads Yeah, there, yeah. Right? I didn't want to interrupt the uh, the saga here. I know. I feel bad. I feel like it wasn't funny. I stink. I oh, that was, I was on edge. I felt like I was watching, uh, what is it? Quintuplet to zero? Carry Quantum the leap. zero? No, carry the zero. Uh, carry the zero. 210 to Yuma. Oh, 310 to Yuma. 310 to Yuma. I was trying to think of that guy when you said Ben, uh, what's that Foster. guy? Foster. So good. God, he's good. Oh, he's good. So good. What, boy, if you had him with you, it would have been a different story. Oh, yeah. Tuesdays. Hey, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN. Most people don't get to choose their internet service provider. In most areas, there's only one option. That's how they get you, folks. Without competition, they throw on data caps, streaming throttles. The list goes on. But worst of all, many ISPs track your internet activity and sell that data. Holy hell, that's terrifying. To prevent ISPs from seeing my internet activity, I protect all my devices with ExpressVPN. So what is ExpressVPN? It's a simple app that encrypts all your data and tunnels it through a secure server, which means it hides all your activity. Thank God, because I got some searches that'll scare a lady. Just think about how much your life is on the internet. Every person you've texted and video you've watched is tracked. ExpressVPN is the best way to hide your online activity. Get on it, folks. All that Molotov cocktail recipe, that's going to come back to haunt you. Just download the app, tap one button on your device, and you're protected. ExpressVPN does all this without slowing down your connection. That's why it's rated number one VPN service by CNET and Wired. Tell them how to do it, fatty. All right, I will. So stop handing over your personal data to ISP. Visit expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays, and you can get an extra three months free 
for free. Other tech giants who mine your activity and sell off your information, they stink. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to keep me private online. That's expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays. One more time, go to expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays to learn more. All righty, here we go. Don't care, feel me now. Hey, we're also brought to you by Feels CBD. Mm. We love the feels. Mm. I take it every night. Comes in a cool bottle. Helps me sleep. It calms me right down. No high, no fuss, no must. Just, just ease that tension. Take the edge off, folks. So what is Feels? It's a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. That's nice. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I can't sleep. I'm in pain. I have anxiety. I hate myself. So just takes the edge right off and helps you just relax. Take a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. New to CBD? Well, it offers a free hotline and text message support if you got questions and want to know some experiences and how to get the right dose. Feels works naturally to heal and feel better. There's no high, there's no hangover, there's no addiction. Join the Feels community and get Feels delivered to your door every month. Tell them how All right, this is fun. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash Tuesdays and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F. E-A-L-S dot com slash Tuesdays to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken right off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash Tuesdays and feel better. Woo, you got that right. Should we go all the hat trick? I think or? we go all, all in right, right here. We it. got three sponsors. They're all very important. Here they are. Hey, we're also brought to you by Sunday Custom Lawn Plans. Look, folks, we live in the Big Apple. There's not a lot of lawnage out here. Maybe one day we'll hit the big skit and hit the old high rise and get a couple of acres, but who knows? But I grew up mowing lawns. I grew up in a goddamn dilapidated mansion. We had the football field in the back. I had to cut that puppy with a unelectric mower. What do you call that? Unelectric? Uh, non-regular motor Edison. mower. A clipper uh, mower, a non- natural, no, natural, organic, organic, or, um, uh, CBD. What is that? Uh, gluten-free mower? I don't know, but it was it was a regular old mower, and that thing was. Uh, I, I had one glass of lemonade. I got eight cents if I did it. I grew up in the forties. It was a whole different world back then. Is your lawn a little dingy? Watch it thrive with your own custom lawn care plan from Sunday. It's like a meal kit for your grass. Get all the nutrients your lawn needs and nothing else. It's all natural, baby. And let me tell you, your grass will eat this up and look better than ever. You'll be rolling in green. Nothing looks better than a good manicured lawn out there. It can really change the the layout of the house and the whole look of the hood. Whether you're in California or Kalamazoo, you'll get a formula for healthy green growth. Just go to GetSunday.com, put in your home address, and get free lawn analysis. This is the future of gardening, folks. Yeah, why not? we got our own weed strain. we got the food we like. we got the booze we like. we got the... The drugs we like. Get the lawn you like and do something good for the lawn. You know, you're feeding your cat goddamn uh, prime beef. How about the lawn? I don't know what that means, but it's made with real ingredients that you can actually pronounce like seaweed, iron, and molasses. Mmm, this lawn's eating better than I am. Plus, it's Father's Day coming up, so tell them what to do there, Tubby. I got this from my father, by the way. He ah. loves it. Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash Tuesdays to get $20 off your first 
custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your first custom plan at GetSunday.com slash Tuesdays. Yes. All right. Nicely done. I got to give you a quick... Please, Clinker. please, give me a clink. So as we're talking, by the way, I'm worried about the driver. Should I not have told that story? No, fine. you're fine. You're I fine. Think That's he's funny. Fine. He's a nice guy. He probably drives well. Drove very well. So this morning, we're recording this late Monday night. we got to thank Shelby for staying up. He's burning the midnight oil getting this up there. Shelby, he's an insomniac. So great TV show. Thank you. So I get picked up this morning, 5 a.m., still pitch black outside, get picked up, nice lady, throw the thing in the trunk, slam the door, we pull up, it's like a Woody Allen movie. Huh. Driving up the street, 5 a.m., pitch black, who do I see? Old lanky in shorts, right next to the parking lot, right where they got me. I must have been right in their home. I saw him this morning. Wait, 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 wait. The muggers, the, the accosters, mugger? the guy. What? They didn't mug me. The guys. He's I at the s- airport? No, on the street. Oh. They picked me up on the hotel because it happened two blocks from the hotel. Uh-uh. I'm driving up, and they're right there. I would what? recognize. I'd pick them out of a lineup. I was like, that's them. They're right there. And it it really like actually humanized them yes. more because you just see them. like They're two little buddies just hanging out. So they're just loser homeless weirdos. Well, I'd take out loser but uh they're or, just too good retard i don't know they're idiots <laughs> i mean it's like when you see the bully with his dad and his dad's going come here you fucking fat cunt and he's slapping the kid around he's like oh dad and you're like oh wow this is this human yeah i think they're just a, they're just paired off they're a couple of pals they fell on some hard times but you see them and i did it, it was like straight out of anything else that woody allen movie with oh, jason biggs yeah. like as i'm leaving i see like christina christina stinky Richie. yeah oh, <laughs> And I just see him, and I did this move and watched him, and I'm like, that's for sure them. Same outfits. I guess they don't have a lot of wardrobe, but I sure. saw the, the big shorts, the littler guy, and the big tall guy with the whatever that thing is. Uh, Cornrow? Flat no, top? it was like a nylon hat. Skull cap? A skull cap, Do-rag? Do-rag thing, yeah. Whatever it is, a hairnet. It looked like a hairnet. Ah, yes, hairnet. But it was funny to be like, there they are. There's those two guys, and it did feel like... Ah, it's just Pete and Jim or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what were they doing? Digging through the garbage or eating each other out? What it was they... hard to tell because we were moving. They looked like they were facing the wall. I don't know if they were peeing or looking mm. for a play or just kind of chatting or whatever, but How I was like, that? that's most definitely them. Did you give them a toot toot? Hey, Dickless, you should have beat me <laughs> up when you had the chance. Nice bike. Come stay. <laughs> um, no, I didn't say anything, and I didn't tell the story, but I felt like Gordy Lachance when he saw the deer. I was like, I never spoke of it until you know, right now when I told 80,000 people. Wow. But it was a- something. Yeah, what a full cirque. Full cirques. The Soleil. Yeah, John O'Soleil. <laughs> When's the last time you saw him? He's That's a great a, guy. I think he's in L.A. Uh, going down on a guy. But yeah, well, he was a funny cat and got great hair. And a scientist. Yes. He liked, uh, we're, we're so late. This is going to be a two-parter. I'm sorry. I see all these notes. Well, I got twenty. I haven't even got to the Paramount. We got 10 minutes left. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I write everything down. So half of this is nothing. I can speed through 14 things. So let me just do a, the big one. I'm going to do the big cheese and then move on with my life. Yeah, please. I'll go. I'll get into Texas next week. I'll do Texas next week, too. Well, all right. Well, what, you got? You got a, I'll do a little nugget. Do a nugget. That's my main nug. Okay, well, my main nug is is till to come, so maybe I'll save that too. I don't know if I can knock no, it out. No, get another main nug because they like your main nugs. I mean, we got ten minutes here. All right, all right, I'm 15. saving text. So, 
As uh, I already know, I'm going to get a scolding here, but I can't say no, and i got to start saying no because I had the, the worst travel day of my entire life. Oh, boy. I, I can't even, I don't even want to hear it. Should I leave the room and you Maybe. just do solo? Maybe you should because I'm embarrassed already, and I hate my anal and all this shit. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm supposed to go to Salisbury, Maryland for a gig. Oh, wow. That sounds like a high-paying gig. Yeah. You know, I worked it out with these uh, kids, these queefs out in Maryland, you know, over DM, and I blah, 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 made a deal. We do two shows, but we can sell out two. Okay, here we go. Two days before the gig, I had to cancel, and I I realized I already made plans for another gig. Oh, boy. So they hate me. They're like, oh, my God, we're promoting. The whole town's a buzz. We got billboards with your name, but we made T-shirts and bumper stickers. I go, ah, shit, I feel horrible, but I already planned this other gig. But I'll tell you what, Nicholas, I'll give you another week. So we bumped it up two weeks, and I said, I swear to God, I'll be there, whatever. And they go, okay, you're making it up. We appreciate it. And then, of course, the day comes, and whoo, boy, did I regret this. So I shoot this drumming video all day. Drumming? Yeah, this kid made a drumming video of me, my stand-up, and he drummed to it, like to the beats, and it was pretty great. This kid's like a drumming Josh. He's like this drumming virtuoso phenom savant. Hey, Josh. Yeah. So I, I start going, hey, this is a great video. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm a fan of comedy. And I go, we should do a video together where we're on stage together. And he goes, I would love that. So then we get together and I say, well, why don't we just shoot a whole day of shit in the park and all this and make a, like a little sketch? Okay. So we spend the whole day shooting this thing. We do the stand. We do the video. It's a whole nine-hour shoot. Then me and Sam go do a pod at like 1030 at night. That goes to 1 a.m., then the next day, I got to go to Salisbury, Maryland, oh which includes getting on an Amtrak to Baltimore, even though I just got back from Baltimore that weekend. Getting on an Amtrak to Baltimore. I'm on no sleep. Then Umar Khan, funny comic out of Baltimore, is going to pick me up, and we're going to drive two hours to Salisbury. Okay. And this is a gig in Salisbury, which is a college town, apparently. There's some normal school there you've heard of that I can't think of right now. Maryland? Maybe that's it. Maryland University? I don't I think know. that's not in Salisbury. I think that's in, like, uh, Annapolis or something. There's some kind of school there that people have heard of. It's a college town, and uh, it's, it's like, on, the, on this big restaurant on the river kind of thing. And so I was like, all right. So the night before, my buddy Eric is texting me. Eric Mann, Park Norman shooter, the whole thing. He goes, uh... Hey, you, you're better off taking a bus to Philly, which is like an hour and a half, then I'll drive us, and I'll film the whole thing. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, and I said, all right, great. So I jump in the car. with I do that. So now i got to call them. They cancel the train, whatever. So I get on the, uh, the bus, go to meet Eric Mann. I go, I'll sleep on the bus. I don't sleep on the bus. I get in the car with Mann. He picks me up in Philly. We drive to three hours to Salisbury. We get there, two shows. It's a bit of a haul. It's a drunk mess. I kind of bomb on the second one. A lot of Tuesdays, headlocks. These guys are boozing. I try to sell some shirts. The, the openers, get they were super nice. They were super funny. They got a little drunk. And I did the second show, and I was like, I got to get out of here. And I just did the second show. I ran out the door. And it was one of those things where Umar's like, they're looking all over for you. Where the hell did you go? I'm like, I had to go. I did the show. I left. So now I'm like, what do I do? Do I go back to Philly and sleep on Eric Mann's couch, or do I try to get back to Baltimore and get a train? Now it's 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning. So I say, fuck it, I'll sleep on his couch. I'll get a a bus at 7 a.m. So I'm already on no sleep. There was a whole day of shooting. 
Now we've been drinking. Now we're back in Philly. And now we get to Philly about 2 a.m. Okay. But I got to get back to New York uh. the next day to fly to Texas. Oh, you're flying out the next day? Yeah. Oh, boy, I really God. pushed it here. So Jesus. I, we get to Philly. Now we're circling his neighborhood because he's got to park the rental car. Oh. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Then I got to wake up at 7, get on the bus to Philly, get to New York, get to JFK. A bus and a plane the same day? Ooh, same day. Oh, It can be done, folks. I can rally normally. Normally I can rally, but this was a tough one. So we get to Philly at 2 a.m. We're circling. He lives in in city center or center city, whatever. It's a really cute little, it's like the village of Philly. Hmm. And it's right under that bridge. It's beautiful. So we can't find parking. Finally, Eric's a Jew from Manhattan. He's like, uh, I can't really parallel park that well. And I was like, well, if you want me to do it, I can do it. But we find a spot right in front of his house, Miracle. And I was like, it's pretty tight. And it was one of those parallels where you're you're paralleling on that side of you. Okay. So it's a little harder. You're so, bad on that side. What's that? You're bad on that side. He is. He is. So he, he's pulling. I'm like, all right, you got it, you got it, you got it. And he pulled in too hard, and he hit the butt on the curb. And I said, yeah, all right, you got to pull it out and rejuke it. Pulls it out. Paint? Scrapes up the oh, car on the front. Oh, scrape. oh man, this was oh, a, an boy. SUV. Just really gave it the old oh, heave ho. Oh, jeez. It's two in the morning. We're on no sleep. We've had a couple of beers. I got to shit myself. I want to get some sleep. I hate myself. It's a, it's a nightmare. Well, the thing is that sleepy is like the equivalent of drinking. Yes. That's what they say if you're on no sleep. Like right now, I'm like six beers in. This is my seventh. Yeah, yeah. so now it's a whole other bag of hammers. Now it's... We got to hide the rental. We got to hide the body. We got to kill your wife. We got to figure something out and get some sleep on top of it. Oof. So he goes, hey, pulls it out. It's just that, you know, that thing where you, you hit the car and you're up against the car and now you got to pull out you more to get, get off out. the car. Right. It's like Garth with the screwdriver. <laughs> wow. What a, what a weird analogy, but I got it. I know. But one of the funniest moments. Oh. Ever, <laughs> so good. So. <laughs> So he pulls out, and now we're now we're driving, and he's going, "Oh my God, I'm about to call my dad. What do I do here? Oh my God, oh my know? dad. He's a nice boy, you know. So he's like, "Oh, I can't believe that. I'm like, it's two in the morning. We gotta stay on shape, stay in focus. So now we're looping around again. He's like, "I'll just put it in the garage. What are we gonna do? We gotta sneak back in with the neighbor. We gotta climb the tree, go through the window. He can't see us because apparently that's a neighbor's car. So." Maybe I'm giving away too much information because some neighbor's probably like, who did it? Then he I hears know. this. I feel like we're ruining multiple lives on this ah, episode. Ah, shit. If this guy gets fired and this guy gets arrested, I mean, we're going to have to kill ourselves. Yeah, I know, I know. This is bad. All right, well, we're deep in. But so now we're driving. We finally find a spot five blocks away, and I go, let me park it. We par I parallel parked that puppy right park in there. Norman. Thank you. Oh, yeah, which he filmed. Park Parallel Park Norman. We get it in. We take our shit. We walk up. Now he gets out and he's like, "Hey, this isn't so bad." I mean, it's got the big on it, and he and he gets a little water out of my water bottle. He's doing a little of that, and it's pretty good. It's a lot of scuff. Oh, it's scuff. But there is some crinkle. Scuff is good. Scrape is bad. Scrape is bad. Not a lot of scrape, but a, a good crinkle. <laughs> wow, that was cute. So. 
Now we walk back. He's like, what do I do? Do I leave a note? Do I write a letter to my congressman? Do I call the police? Do I call uh, FEMA? So we go upstairs. We try to go to bed. Uh, it's tossing and turning. I can hear him praying to the Lord and going, well, I wish I could take back what I've done and I've sinned and Allah take me. So we finally doze off. Beep, beep, beep. There's the alarm. We got a wink. Now we got to get our fat asses up. We go out. We see the car. It's got the whole, the other car. It's got the whole kit and caboodle uh, on the side. Jesus. We're doing this shit. You know, we're trying to be casual. <laughs> like We don't know whose car this is. We're doing a lot of that. And uh, it comes <laughs> off pretty good, although our sleeves are all white and gay. It looks like we got bukkake. And... I jump on the bus. I get back to New York. I kiss the lady. She goes, hey, where you been? I go, ah, it's a long story. I got to go now. I grab she another bag. Hate you. <laughs> I mean, me. I can't imagine this me. woman. She needs a support group. <laughs> I know. I don't blame her. I, I made her a, a mannequin of myself so she can slap it around. So jump on, grab another suitcase that's bigger. I fill that with dildos <laughs> and guitar picks, and I grab that, and I get on the fucking plane at JFK, and I get to Texas, and the rest is history. Oh, my God. I mean, this is horrible. It yeah. makes me, it gives me, like, the willies. I can't uh, handle it. You gotta get an assistant. Yes. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go out, get an assistant for six bucks an hour, someone, you know, with a pair of balls or tits or whatever sure. that can help you scoop and boop, whatever. Yes. And then get your a nice car, not a nice car, a shit like a Chevy Spark, mm. something to throw up your mother's ass that you can jump in and drive to Salisbury Steak because it's great. You're on a bus. I mean, you're doing very well. You shouldn't be on a bus the to bus, a plane. The bus was the best option, ironically. But I'm with you. When I was on that thing, I was like, this is not where I should be. Buy a car for like 11 grand or whatever. I mean, maybe there's less. I don't know. There might be cars oh, for six less. grand yeah. or whatever the fuck, but something reliable. Don't go buy a fucking 1941, you know, uh, Pontiac. Duesenberg. Yeah. Just get a nice, yeah. uh, uh, you know, a, a Toyota, a fucking Chevy, my ball Volt. sack. Yeah, uh, I, whatever. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Buy something nice and a whatever. Civic. Something, yeah, something, you know, uh, what's that, uh, reliable. Yes. And you throw it in the thing, and then you got a gig in a 300-mile radius. You pop in, you drive over there, you fuck your mother in the tits. Exactly. Yeah, you probably, but then you got to park it. That's the other thing. Park Norman. You got to keep it in the city. You got to move it every eight minutes. Oh, the street sweeper's coming. It sucks, but it's better than taking a bus. And I don't even, I don't know who this Eric Mann is. He sounds made up. I don't trust him further <laughs> than I can throw him. No, he's a cute kid, nice guy. Let me crash on the couch and, uh... You know, it felt like it felt like uh, the '40s again with your friend. Like, oh, we we broke the the window with the baseball. What are we gonna do? You know, it was that feeling again. But I think we made it work. The guy's not gonna notice it for ten more years, and uh, he'll shit a brick when he sees it. But it was it was subtle enough. We made it back. We made every gig, but. I'll tell you, you know, you get on that plane to Texas. I'm at I'm at JFK. I'm like, ooh, my throat's starting to hurt. I got Ebola. You know, you get on a plane. Now you now you're on a plane like this. You know, with no sleep, and yep. then you try to sleep. Luckily, I get to Texas. I don't want to get too into it because we got to wrap up. But the guy texts me before I'm getting on the plane. He goes, "You want anything for your green room?" And I go, "It's gonna sound weird, but I want." Heavy drugs. Give me a Xanax. Give me a sleeping pill, a propofol, a Xanapan, a, uh, whatever killed Michael Jackson. Give me that. And he was like, you got it. And I was oh, like, Jesus. all right, great. So I got there. He handed me a baggie full of horse tranquilizers, and I put those in my dick hole and went to bed. I slept for like 
13 hours. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. I'm just wiped. I'm not going to get up in the morning and drive to, to Maryland, ironically, ah. or Virginia, ah. whatever one. Those I don't know, different. one of them. Yeah. yeah, they're close. Sure, for lovers. Both uh, Baltimore suburbs. Oh, that's right, the DMV, D- they call DC, it. DC suburbs, whatever. Any jizz. Those are some tales. I mean, and I, I got to get a lot more about Texas. You got Texas. Next week's going to be all Texas. I mean, this is a controversial episode. I'm in my head. I, I missed half the things you said because I'm worried about the driver. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's doing Rogan in a week. So, <laughs> what we should do is record again this week while we're here. You're, you get a little rest, a little relaxation. I can uh, regroup. I'm barely here, though. I'm, this oh. is the thing. So tomorrow morning, I get up, as, as the people are listening, I'm driving to Virginia to film a thing. Tomorrow? I got to drive five hours, film for four hours, and drive back five hours. Holy dick. And I would stay, but I was just gone for six days. I missed my goddamn wife. She's 78 years old. She's not going to live much longer. <laughs> but wait, is she going with? No, she's got her own business, uh, and I'm shooting some things, so okay. maybe myself. And then I get back. I have Wednesday here, and then Thursday I go to Mohegan Sun this weekend with the great Matt Wayne. I haven't, I've been waiting to do this gig for two years now. Comics, Roadhouse, and then next Wednesday, back in Royersford again. Wow. I've written three new minutes, <laughs> but I'm bringing friends. I'm bringing some heavy artillery. Oh. Yeah, if you, if you know what I mean. Oh, bald? Balding, balding. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, got balding. you loud I mean, and clear, loud and queer. It ain't Rogan, but uh, <laughs> taller. Yeah, and Matt Wayne's coming to that one too, and uh, he ain't gonna sell any tickets though. So special guest, it's gonna be a big show. So get your tickets. Go hit up Royersford Soul Joel's, and uh, if you're in New England comics this yes. weekend, Mohegan Sun, come out. Let's game. We'll hit the roulette wheel together. Wait a minute. This is a take a slip, sip. You're not gonna like it. But I got to throw it out there and just shoot me down on air so we don't even do it because it's going to be a, a clinker up your your stinker. We're both going to be in Connecticut this weekend. Yes. All right. Just say we could meet up and shake hands and touch dicks and make well, love. Maybe if you had the Chevy Spark I'm talking about, it'd be a little ah. easier. But I'm going to have to drive to you 45 minutes yeah, each way, point. which good is point. possible. It's possible. Maybe Saturday, the three of us, we meet halfway. You take an Uber. Who's, I who's got, your at? I got Hot Doug Key over there. Ooh. So he's, he doesn't mind uh, hightailing all over CT. Maybe we'll do a Doug Key, Matt Wayne, Joe List, Mark Norman hang. That'd be a oh. hell of a queef. Yeah, I like it. Maybe we'll hit a titty bar or something like that. Oh, keep it low. Keep it on the, the down low. But yeah, yeah. All right, all right. This is something to think about, but you know, we're going to be bored. You don't want to hang out in Algonquin. Well, what is it? Un- Unkinsville. I never had to say it. Unkinsville. I think you got it. I think you got it. Well, I got roulette wheels up the ass. Ah, <laughs> well, you're going to lose all your cheese in one night. You're gonna shirt. Your shirt's going to come off. So the second night, maybe you should uh, skadoodle over to they got, Hartford. Well, if someone's coming somewhere, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, then we don't even need to ask the audience. You're in Hartford, which is the shittiest place on the planet, <laughs> and I'm at a casino. <laughs> yeah, good point. I don't mind uh, throwing a little craps around. Get Doug Key now. We'll all play. We'll take over a blackjack table. We'll ruin everybody's night. Hey, we'll we'll secretly film on the floor. Fly. That's pretty good. And by the way, you know if Chuck hears this, he's going to come up. Oh, He's New England. Gay Chuck, get your ass up there, Chuck E. Cheese. This is going to be wild. And uh, finally, some exposure for uh, MW. I mean, this guy, yeah, he's, yeah. he's holding on by a thread, for God's sake. Yeah, I think he's a garbage man at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> Doug Gee, I don't know what he does for a living. But either way. I do. He's a physical therapist. Oh, he helps me out. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he cured my back. So, uh, yeah, all right. All right. got to wrap this thing up. Where are you going to be? You said your dates. I already said them. I'm also going to be at Soul Joel's on the 16th, I believe, and uh, 
Uh, Hartford, please. Tickets are horrible. Spokane's <laughs> looking all right. Uh, I'm, I'm in Houston. I'm in San Marcos. I'm Houston, in San Antonio. Again? I'm back in Houston. Gee, I was in a, I was in a, a suburb of Houston just now. So I, I, I love Texas. I can't stop going. And uh, where am I also? Shit in my mouth. Uh, Toledo, Dayton. I'm in some weird markets. So God knows. Syracuse, Portland. Uh, God knows I need you. So come on out. Say hello. And uh, praise Allah. We love you. Keep it up. Tell a friend. Georgia Patreon. State.